But what I feel like He's singing is bringing stuff to life in your heart. He's bringing stuff to life in you that's been dead. He came to our grave. He called you by name and He sang over you and your heart is coming to life. And what I want to prophesy over you right now is that the stuff that you felt like has been dead in your heart, the stuff that you have laid down and you've given it to God and you're like, it's done, it's finished. There's no hope left for that. That's a dead thing now. I'm going to move on from that. I just feel like God's saying no, 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 no. That thing is coming to life that is not dead, that is not gone. That dream that you thought was dead, it's not dead. That passion in you that you thought was finished, was over, I feel like you're saying no, no way. It's not over. It is not over. Yeah, I just see him singing over you. I see him calling your name. He knows you by name. your name so right now God I just ask that you would just bring to mind those dreams those passions for us that we thought were dead that we thought were gone that we let go a long time ago that we have lost hope for. Ask prophesy life over those dreams right now in Jesus' name. I say dry bones come alive in Jesus' name. Come alive in Jesus' name. Uh, he's singing that life song over you. Those things are not dead, they're not gone. going to press in a little longer because I feel like he's really wanting to bring stuff to life it's coming alive it's coming alive it's coming alive there's stuff that you've forgotten and it's starting to come back to your mind even now you've forgotten it but it's coming back to your mind and going oh is it that could it be that I feel like he's saying yeah yeah it is Holy Spirit, would you speak to our hearts right now? You never forsake us. You came. I knew that you would come. You came. And I knew that you would come. He's here. You're always here. He's saying your name. He's saying your name. Your name. singing over you a song of life. He's singing over you. 
see him breathing fresh life into your bones. He's breathing fresh life into your bones. Let's take in a breath. Let's take it in. choose to breathe you in right now, God. We breathe in that breath of life. More, God. More. You are the God of miracles. You are the God of miracles. Nothing is too hard for you. Nothing is too big for you. No mountain that is standing in front of our dreams, in front of our passions, no mountain is too big for you. I had a picture during the week of of God opening a new door for me. And I felt like it was a door to an amazing new place of opportunity and it was like a beautiful garden. And it was just... Incredible. And all of a sudden there was this massive mountain that just rose up right in front of the door entrance, right there. I'm like, whoa, God, that's going to take a while to climb. That's a big one. How am I going to get into that amazing new place with that mountain right in front of my face? It's all I can see. It took up the whole view through this door. It's going to take a while to climb. And Jesus took me by the hand and he said, you can climb it or you can tell it to move. And I went, wow, okay. I'm going to choose to tell that thing to move because climbing it's going to take a while. So I spoke to that mountain and I said, move in the name of Jesus, just move. And it did, <laughs> to my surprise. I know we're constantly surprised by God, but I was surprised that it moved. But I feel like for you, if there is a mountain in front of you, you may need to climb that, but I feel like there's an opportunity right now for you to tell that mountain to move. He's given us that authority. So if there is a mountain in front of you, I dare you to tell that thing to move. He's replaced our fear with faith. And I just released a fresh, I release a fresh gift of faith right now. To tell that mountain to move. Just move. Move, 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 move. No mountain is too big. It's not too big for him. Yeah. I speak to all the mountains. I say move in Jesus' name. No mountain will keep you from your destiny. No mountain will keep you from your dream. you to stay in that place 
I might start speaking soon or something. I need this because I like using my paper Bible because I know where stuff is on the page and I feel weird with an iPad Bible. So to make this a legitimate sermon thing, because I'm meant to be the speaker and stuff, I thought I should get a Bible verse. But it's a good one, so that's good. Are we all okay? All right. I'm kind of, I love going deep and I'm not going to apologise for that. So, not sorry. Track with me. It's, uh, okay, so here's the thing. Speaking is one of the passions of my life. Doing this very thing is what I feel is part of who I am. And so stepping out today is me giving it a go and going, okay, God, what do I do when I speak? What does that look like for me to just be me and get up and do what I do? What do I carry? And I don't want to look like anyone else. I don't want to try and be like anyone else. How do I speak? And I feel like... um, not always going to be the same as a normal speaker and that's been like a 15 year journey um, so here I am giving this a whirl thanks for sticking with me what <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you I love the prophetic and so a big part of what I'm going to bring is just what I'm hearing from God and what I'm sensing from him, what he's been stirring in me. And I just love to get that all over you guys because I feel like it's going to bring life. And that's what I felt the theme of this afternoon is, hence the song, hence what I was feeling. Yeah. The other word I have um, for today that I wanted to share is about birthing. And I know it's Mother's Day and birthing brings up a whole lot of stuff for people including myself. It's quite traumatic. Birthing is also messy. Birthing is beautiful. Birthing is birthing. (laughs) I just have to say the word and you all know exactly what I'm talking about. So birthing in the spirit can be kind of similar. Birthing in the spirit can be a bit messy. Birthing in the spirit can sometimes look traumatic, but actually on the inside it's beautiful and it's amazing and it always brings something new and fresh. And what I felt today was a lot of you are about to be birthing something and it's going to be different for everyone and it's going to be beautiful for everyone. But I felt like 
when God created you, he put a seed in you. He put something in you, every single one of you, individual, like your fingerprints. It's so unique you and it's so individual, but he put a seed in you. He put something in you that is you and for you. Now, some of you have birthed some of that. Some of you have got that out and started walking in it and you can see it, you can touch it and you're moving in it. But I feel like in this season, it is a season of birthing something new, more. There's more. It's the more. Back to the more. And what I felt like God was sharing with me was from 1 Kings 18. Anyone familiar with that? It's about Elijah. I lost my cup. Here we go. Now, Elijah is the coolest dude ever. Very prophetic. It is Old Testament, so you just have to forgive a few of the weird stuff they did, like killing people and whatever. So... In 1 Kings 18, here's about the birthing. Um, In the beginning of the chapter, it talks about that there was a severe famine and there was a drought. Um, In verse 2, it says, Now the famine was severe in Samaria. And Ahab had summoned Obadiah, who was in charge of his palace, blah, 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 blah. And go down further, verse 5, He's like, go through the land to all the springs and valleys. Maybe we can find some grass to keep the horses and mules alive so we will not have to kill any of our animals. So they were just trying to find any tiny bit of grass, literally, like it was that bad. There had not been rain for a very long time. There was famine, there was drought. It was pretty bad. And then the amazing story, which most of you probably know, is between the prophets of Baal, where they were like, our God is awesome, the God of Baal. And Elijah's like, no, that is a false God. And to and fro, anyway, they set up the two altars. And the challenge Elijah gave them was, well, you set up your altar, cut up your bull, and call down fire from your God and see if he'll consume your altar. And I will do the same. And we'll see whose God does it. And, of course, we all know Jesus wins. (laughs) Ha, ha. So they call up their God and say, Baal, you know, consume our altar. They cut themselves. It gets really messy and nothing happens. And when Elijah does it, he says, then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, the soil. It also licked up the water because they did three lots of water over just to, you know, show it off show off how good and amazing God is. So God fully came through. He came. I knew that he would come. He always shows up. Always. Always back you up. So that's all happened. And after that, it says in verse 41, And Elijah said to Ahab, Go eat and drink, for there is the sound of heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink. But Elijah climbed to the top of Carmel, bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. It's kind of like a birthing position if you think about it, yeah? 
Do I need to demonstrate? <laughs> Can I demonstrate? <laughs> so here we go. He's crouching on the ground. He's kind of like this and he's kind of like that. Kind of like... Yeah? And for all the people on the recording, I just got down on the ground and looked like I was giving birth. I am awesome, because I'm his. Yeah. <laughs> now I lost my sport. Oh, yeah, so his face is between his knees. And he says, go and look towards sea, he told his servant. And he went up and looked. There is nothing there, he said. Seven times Elijah said, go back. The seventh time the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand. So, Tim, do you want to just hold up your hand? There's a man's hand for you. It's rising from the sea. So a cloud that big is starting to rise from the sea. So Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Before the rain stops you, because the cloud is, is, is this big. So quick, before the rain stops you. But meanwhile, the sky grew black and clouds, with clouds, the wind rose, a heavy rain came and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. The power of the Lord came upon Elijah and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. Wow. Let me unpack that a little bit for you in what I feel like God's saying in regards to birthing new things for us. Firstly, there was a famine. Some of you might feel like you're in a famine. Some of you might be feeling like you're pretty dry right now. Finding a bit of Jesus in my life is hard at the moment. And that might be where you're at. If it's not, yes, bring on the more. But if it is, there is amazing news for you because you're about to give birth to something fresh and new and it's going to be amazing. Elijah said to Ahab, go eat and drink for there is a sound of a heavy rain. Now who knows if there's no real clouds around and all of that kind of stuff, you don't usually hear the sound of heavy rain if there's no clouds or like anything. So what we want to suggest is what he was hearing was something that God was doing in the spirit. So he could hear it, he could see it, he could sense it, he knew it was coming. So he could see it, it wasn't here yet, but he could see it, he could hear it. And for some of you, it's like your dream, what, what you want in your life, it's down there, it's down there somewhere, you kind of, you know it's there, it's coming, God's promised it to you, it might have come in a prophetic word for you, it's there, but it's never actually come. You've never experienced it, you've never gotten your hands on it it's not real for you yet but you know it's there you've either heard it you've heard God say it over your life or you know it in here but it's there and Elijah heard it he heard it in the spirit first so he climbed up the top of the of Mount Carmel bent down to the ground and did the whole birthing position this is where the rubber hits the road for us it's about praying it in. It's about calling it out. 
Bill Johnson always says, if you can see it, you can have it. And I want to suggest if you can see your dream in your mind, in your head, in your imagination, in your heart, if you can feel it, if it's something out there that if you want it, go and get it. Don't let anyone stop you. Don't let that mountain stop you. Go and get it because it's for you. He's not just going, that's amazing thing out there, good luck with that. He's going to get you there. You've got to go for it. Another word is activation. That's coming soon. Activation is next. Activation. Remind me of that if I forget. Because I don't have notes. So it's praying it in. It's praying it in. And if that looks like getting in the birthing position, if you don't have words for what you want, if you don't have words for what God's doing in you, speak in tongues. If you don't have speaking in tongues, groan, moan, wail, whatever you need to do. Put on some worship music and just sing your heart out. Whatever you need to do, you need to do. The, the key is to do, to do, to do, to activate it. At the servants going, there's nothing there. Seven times Elijah said to go back and keep looking. So did it happen the first time? No. How many times did it take? Seven times. Did Elijah go, oh, bum, seriously birthing that thing, praying it in, told you to go, look, it's not there, dang it, it's over. Didn't work. I thought I heard that rain. I saw it in the spirit. God told me it was going to happen. Oh, I forgot to read that bit. That was really good. (laughs) Where was that? I didn't underline it. Somewhere it says, before that, it said God told Elijah that he was going to send rain. There it is, right in verse 1. Go and present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain to the land. So he had his prophetic word. He knew God was going to do it. But he's seen it back seven times, like seven times. Who's tried something seven times, like in a row? Just, oh no, again. No, just try it again. No, it still didn't work. Just again, seven times. I know seven's like a really prophetic number and it's really cool. But seven times. I really feel like God's saying, do not give up. If this has gone on for years and years and years for you and you're like, it's still not happening, I'm still not seeing it, this is not working out, don't give up. Seven times. Yeah? Anyone? You're all freaking out on me. Heckle. Bring it, yes, yes, seven times. Don't give up. Seriously, don't give up. Do not give up. It's so easy to give up, particularly when you've done it a few times and it's still nothing. So then a cloud as small as his hand. You know where I'm going with this. Do not despise the day of small beginnings. Yeah, my first baby was two kilos. So that would be about four pound five. Very small. And I was freaking out a little bit because he was very, very tiny. The newborn nappy, you have to like roll it down three times just to get it around his non-existent backside. And I felt like he was going to break, like he was that tiny. But when I watched the special care nurses with him and everything, they were like, yeah, yeah, just like treating him like a normal baby. 
He was fine. He was absolutely fine. So sometimes when our dream or something starts to happen and it's just really small and, oh, I had a tiny bit of breakthrough the other day, but there's so much more and we focus on what we don't have yet, but we've tasted a bit. Let's focus on the bit and let's grow that thing. Push into that bit and see what happens. Because I feel like that bit is him giving you a taste of the more. Yeah? Focus on what you have and not what you don't have yet. Yeah? My earring doing something weird. Sorry. Yeah, do not despise the day of small beginnings. Yeah. It's like the, the guys with the coins in the Bible somewhere, it says how they gave more coins to the ones who actually spent it, used it, put it to good use. The ones who held and go, oh, I might not get any more. I've got to hold on to this thing. I'm going to bury it. They got nothing else. It's like a poverty spirit. And we broke that off a few weeks, couple of weeks ago, yeah? Who was there for that? Oh, you weren't there. So, yeah, we totally broke a poverty spirit off people's dreams. Because it should go again. Maybe we'll do it again. Um, because um, Leanne and I were praying about our dreams and going, oh, I feel a bit stuck and constricted. And Leanne said the word poverty. And I went, oh, there's a poverty spirit on our dreams. It just dropped for us right then and there. And I just felt like that was for the large, larger group to just break that poverty spirit off our dreams because it keeps our dreams small and it keeps our vision small. And our dreams are meant to be so big that they bring heaven to earth. That's how big they're meant to be. So what we're going to be birthing here is big, but don't despise the day of small beginnings because you don't necessarily want to push out the 10 pound. Yeah? Sometimes the 4 pound 5 would be... Anyway, sorry. To it's Mother's Day. Excellent. And then the acceleration happens. And what I feel like in this season, it is a season of acceleration. And I feel like as people birth their dreams and you birth your um, passions, that there's going to be acceleration. So I see some people, you'll birth a baby, but then in the next you know, moment, it's going to be fully grown because it's been sitting and growing and growing and growing. Okay, and then as you step out and you activate that thing, is the birthing, then I see it just being fully grown. And we see here that happens with Elijah. Is that after the sky grew black with the clouds, the wind rose, the heavy rain came, he got breakthrough, he travailed seven times, he sent his servant back to go, go check again, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And I speak that over you, it's going to happen. Keep checking again. Do not give up. It's going to happen. And then there's a supernatural acceleration. The power of the Lord came upon Elijah and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. Now, where was Ahab? He had hooked up his chariot and gone down before the rain. So a chariot, who knows what a chariot is? So we're talking a couple of horses, yeah? yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know my history. A couple of horses with a thing that you, yee-haw, yeah, yes. So two horses going full pulp to get ahead of the rain 
he just hitches up his cloak and just beats that thing. Like he just goes straight past it and runs ahead of it all the way to a whole nother city. Anyone think that's pretty as you do? Yeah? So that's called supernatural acceleration. And I feel like that is what is happening in this season. It is a season of supernatural acceleration where God is going to come on you and what is in you is going to accelerate. And don't, um, please don't mix up acceleration with busyness. Acceleration does not mean now I'm extra busy, I have to do more to get more, to go further, to get quicker in the end. No, no, no. Supernatural acceleration. The power of the Lord came upon Elijah and he was able to run. It wasn't he decided to do more things and trained for weeks so he could run super fast and any of that. It's a supernatural acceleration. So God is going to do it through you. It's not something you have to work at. It's a supernatural acceleration of what you are carrying, what you are birthing because you're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Is anyone ready to birth? Good. Yeah, I'm not convinced. <laughs> Depends on what I'm going to ask you to do. Okay, I get it. You're thinking I'm going to get you all on the floor like I did. No, 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 no. That's, yeah, we're not going there. No, so here's the activation word. With the birthing, I feel like the key is activation. And when I say activation, I mean you need to take a step, like a literal step. I actually was going to get paper and pens and get you all to write it down. Maybe you could if that's what will help you. But I feel like tomorrow morning, even tonight when you go home, what is your step going to be? What direction is God moving you in right now? What is the song he's been singing over you? What is Jesus been interceding for you in this season? What is it? Where is he headed you? What is your dream that you can see out there that you've heard prophetically from either other people or from God? What have you heard? What are you carrying? What's inside of you? What's he doing for you in this season? What direction is that going to take you? And what is your first step going to be to activate that, to move, to do it? I'll give you a second to think about that. What is it? What's he stirring in you right now? What is it? I feel like some of you might be disqualifying yourself right about now. 
I'm going to say pox on that. Because that was me for a very long time. Disqualified myself from this right here. From doing this. Single mum. I have issues. I'm not where I want to be with God. I can't do a three-point sermon. I don't know how to use notes. <laughs> Disqualified. And yet, God is the God of the impossible. What you think is impossible in the natural is totally possible and more for God. So I dare you to dream bigger. I dare you. Just dream bigger. Just think about what you want, who you are, what he's put on your life, the words he's given you so far. And then go, what could actually be even better than that? Jonah gave me a word today about upping the level, like the bar's going to be raised, not to, in comparison to anyone else, but just for me personally, that God is raising the bar for me. And I just see that now for all of you, your dream. Let's just raise that bar a little bit more. What is, what is something that's even better? How could you make it better? Think about the goodness that God has spoken over you. How could you make it even better? What would be even greater than that? What would be even more fun? Raise it a bit more. Let's break disqualification off. No more hindrances. We've already spoken that he's replaced that fear with faith. So there is no fear. There's no disqualification. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm pushing it, I know. I'm pushing it. I just felt like God said, don't be scared of sitting in silence with your heart. Sometimes the busyness can get really noisy in spirit and in our heart. And distractions, don't even get me started on distractions. <laughs> That's a big one for me. But I felt... Don't be scared of sitting with your heart and being still for a moment. Just let your heart talk. The extent that you are vulnerable right now is to the extent that he can do in you. The more you open up to him, the more he will fill you. Mm -hmm. I see some of you, actually all of you, walking around with these big pregnant bellies. 
And let me tell you, when it gets overdue and it's pretty big, mine wasn't that big, just bring it in. <laughs> you get pretty tired. And sometimes we can confuse tiredness with breakthrough, like the breakthrough is about to come, but we're like, oh, I'm so tired, I just can't, I can't push in anymore, I can't keep going. It's, it's heaviness, it must be the enemy. I feel like what you've been experiencing as heaviness and tiredness is actually the birthing's coming. It's ready. Yeah, I feel like the enemy would want to twist that for you and what would feel like the enemy's heaviness is actually the heaviness of the weight of what you're carrying, the glory that is on you and it's about to burst forth. Yeah. The key is activation. Mm. Yeah. So if you'd like to join in activation, I'd like to pray for you and I'd like us to stand up as the first step of activation. Yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> Later if you want. <laughs> but it'd be good to do it together. I love that the fire fell on the sacrifice first. And then Elijah prayed, birthed, never gave up. He didn't despise the small beginning. He didn't see that as nothing. He went for it anyway. He called it out. And the power of the Lord fell on him. And it was supernatural acceleration. It is available for you right now. <laughs> Please don't hold back. Please do not hold back. If it sounds like I'm begging, I am. And I'm not going to apologize for it. Please don't hold back. To the extent that you open yourself right now, he is going to pour in. He is going to pour in on you with his goodness, with his love, with his freedom, with everything that he has. It's available right now. So I just challenge you, open up. Get vulnerable with him. team if you just want to join me or just feel like to lay hands on everyone and just declare that this is now a birthing season for you that the dreams inside of you would be birthed and if that's not something that you feel ready for I invite you to sit but if that's something that you want I invite you to stand So God, I just declare right now, this is a birthing season. 
birthing season, a supernatural birthing season. We've carried what you've put in us for so long, some of us years upon years upon years. And we thought it was dead and gone, but it's not. And I declare life over every single heart right now. I declare life over every barren place in every person right now in Jesus' name. And we speak to what every person is carrying. We speak to that thing that you guys have been carrying, carrying, carrying. And we say it's time to activate it. It's time to step out into that thing. It's time to birth that thing. It's time for it to come out and see the world. It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time. No more disqualification. We break off every disqualification right now in Jesus' name. And we break off every poverty spirit of every dream that would keep it small, that would keep it manageable. God is not a God who's into small and manageable. He's the God of more. He's the God of abundance. He's the God of bigger than you could ever hope, dream or imagine. He is an uncontained God. And what He's put inside of you will not be contained anymore. Let it out. Step into it. Go for more. Get vulnerable with Him. Yeah. Mm. Yes, God. We just receive the faith instead of the fear. We tell every bit of fear to go right now in Jesus' name. God, I ask that you would just speak into every single person's heart and give them their first step. Their first step when they go home. Their first step tomorrow morning when they wake up. This activation. What are they going to activate tomorrow morning when you wake up? What are you going to do? Who do you want to be tomorrow morning when you wake up? Who do you want to be? And what do you need to do to be that when you wake up? You're going to be a new you because you're going to be the you that he has created you to be. That is what's inside of you. And what you carry, no one else carries. And if you don't let this baby come out of you, no one else is going to birth it for you. No one else is. Hmm, let it out. No one else is carrying the same baby as you. It's all individual. Hmm, let it out. This is going to be fun. I see a few of you going, oh, it's freaking me out. I don't know what to do. This is fun. This is going to be fun. The joy of the Lord is going to be your strength in this season. And the joy that's coming is a joy that comes from deep down inside, not a joy that comes from circumstances or situations. Birthing isn't necessarily fun at every point. But oh my goodness, if someone had to describe birthing a child in one word, it would be joy, absolute joy. When you hold that thing for the first time, oh my goodness, pure joy. Now I speak to every dream that's been lying dormant. I 
as they come alive in Jesus' name. Every dream that's been laying dormant where you thought it was dead, gone, buried, as they come alive in Jesus' name. Come alive. It's time.